Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Michael Russin. Thank you for joining me today. I want to talk to you about how to make things go well in your life, even through difficult circumstances and scenarios. What I have found almost invariably, invariably, is the more time I spend and the right, the better my living is in accordance with God's will. And again, we don't do what God wants us to do just so we can get something out of it. It's not, I say this every time, this isn't a prosperity gospel message, okay? However, I have noticed that when I live the way that God wants me to live, when I am generally peaceable to others, um, I watch the type of language that I use, which I haven't been doing a very good job of recently, Um, when I do the right things, when I think the right thoughts, when I'm generous, when I'm generous to other people, um, when I lead other people to God and to Christ, I notice that things tend to go very well for me. It's I'm offered a different layer of protection than normal. I've had a lot of things recently work out very, very well uh, in my favor. Like, for example, just something small but also big for most people. You know, getting this new truck and getting this new um, car. You know, I've told you guys historically... I used to really struggle um, with with credit. You know, uh, for years and years, I paid no attention to my credit. You know, when I had retention issues, when I worked at a life insurance company, um, I had my car repoed. I was on a, I defaulted on my student loans years ago. You know, this is seven, eight years ago, six, six, seven, eight years ago, and so I de- I got a car repoed. I defaulted on some loans. I defaulted on a credit card. Um, so my credit was destroyed. So for probably from, from six, six or seven years ago up until now, um, I've done it. I haven't defaulted on it. I mean, you guys know I'm in a financially a much better position than I used to be much better. You know, our companies are going to do multiple, multiple millions of dollars in revenue this year. I, but I haven't been able to put anything in my name because my personal credit's so bad. So like everything's been ran through my businesses. So we go to get these two new vehicles. I'm like, listen, Geneva, I said, this is going to be tough. I said, even if we do, cause I was like, we couldn't, I, I'm, I'm trying to strategize and find a way to build our credit back up. Right. Geneva's got good credit and, and I just hired consultants which have done a fantastic job. By the way, if you guys need a, they're not cheap expect to spend four to five grand um but i've got some consultants working on mine right now my my score has already in a month gone up a hundred points 100 already in a month and it's it's probably by the time they're done it'll be like a 750 to a 780 I've paid off, I mean, I pretty much, I've recently eliminated nearly all of mine in Geneva's debt. I don't think there's any debt at all. Um, I think I have one small business loan that's like $200 a week that comes out or something like that, that I might as well just go rip the balance off on. But I like to carry a little bit of a balance. 
to show payment history and longevity of accounts, etc. So, um, anyways, I'm like Geneva. I said getting approved for one of these vehicles because they ain't cheap is financing wise is going to be a stretch. I said I could buy one cash right now, but I don't feel comfortable spending that type of coin on two. I'm not going to go drop over 150 grand on two vehicles. You know what I mean? Just not, I can't justify spending that type of money. So I said, I don't mind buying one cash. I said, listen, we might just have to get one cash now. And, you know, we could get you the Yukon and then I'll come back and get the truck, you know, probably around December, you know. And I'm like, I'm probably going to have to run it through my business and that's not going to help my personal. So anyways, this finance guy from A plus trucks gets back to me and I, I you could ask my wife throughout this whole purchasing process I'm like I had no hopes whatsoever positive or negative I'm like if it happens it happens if it doesn't it doesn't oh well this dude texts me and said Mike I got you approved for both vehicles they're going to be in both of your names to help rebuild both of your credit and this is the interest rate. I couldn't believe it. I was ready to pay 18 to 22% interest. And my, my goal was to just put down, which I did. I put down a very sizable down payment. I traded in the Moz, you know, so I probably gave them between the Moz and the down payment about 70 grand for these two cars. And uh, my goal was just, I was going to pay it off extremely aggressively. Like I was going to throw five, six grand a month at these two vehicles and have them paid off in under you know, about a year year and a half knowing I was just getting trashed on the interest rate he came back with this interest rate I couldn't believe it I still can't get over how easy that process was and when I look back at how things have been for me historically um, it's always been a fight to get anything I've ever gotten you know and then you know then the next week for my consulting business I had three major clients all double their orders uh, and then I absorbed another piece of another business. And it was like, it was like three or four. And then I, I had another really good thing happen, which at the time was hard for me to swallow. But another really good thing happened. Like three or four, thi like really good things happened. Then I, I was like, okay, anytime something like this happens in my life, I don't just chalk it up to luck. What have I been doing more of recently? Okay, I've been drinking way less, if at all. I've been, for the most part, trying to monitor uh, the type of words and speech that are coming out of my mouth. I've been trying to watch what my eyes see, uh, and I've been extremely generous in giving, in tithing, in donating, and loaning money out, and I, I never ask for it back. I've loaned, I don't know how much now, you know, people, <laughs> I think people do kind of take advantage of me sometimes. Um, I mean, I just, I've never had anybody pay me back. I actually, you know what? That's a lie. I've had one good friend. He doesn't even talk to me anymore. So what's that tell you? Um, one good friend that needed money for a child support case years ago that actually paid me back and paid me back with interest, which is, that's not normal. That doesn't happen a lot. Most people just never pay you back, but that's fine. I don't mind that. I don't, I don't even want, the, I'm, I'm just happy to help people. I'm just happy to help people. That's all I care about. I like to make other people's lives easier. Which is like, you know, when I'm attacked and people say nasty things about me, everybody else around me that knows me is like, what, what's what's the deal with these people, you know? <clears throat> and if it's, you know, if people can't get stuff out of you nicely, they'll try to get it out of you negatively because that's how people are. But, um, 
you know, I, I look at back at all of this and I can't help but see. And, you know, I struggle. My, my biggest, I've, I've realized now my biggest problem is anger. Um, I have a lot of anger and disgust with things that have happened to me over the past couple of years. I have anger and disgust with the world. I, I, I hate the world. I have a lot of anger and disgust with the general populace. I have a lot of anger and disgust with our government right now. I've, there's, there's, there's a lot of things, and I'm just very naturally prone to being angry. And I can see the same look in my daughter's face. And the biggest thing I'm going to be working on with her uh, is her anger. She's not an angry kid, but she's very intense. Let's put it that way. Then it's really easy to let intensity turn into anger. And the problem is not the problem, but the thing is with her is I can see in her face she's going to be very intelligent. I think my daughter is going to be smarter than me. I hope she's smarter than me. But, and this is going to sound really arrogant, but with, with a certain level of intelligence, like, you, you, people got to understand how different, like, you know how people have different noses, and people are different heights, and people have different skin tones, and people have different this, and people have different facial shapes, and body shapes, and with the way their muscles grow. Like, that's how wildly uh, it varies when it comes to intelligence and brain capacity and when you're super smart <laughs> I think that it affects your it like you know you, you know what I'm talking about like if you got somebody the guy had a friend in college this kid was not very he was a smart kid don't get me wrong he got good grades but he wasn't like you wouldn't call him oh boy that kid's smart right but he was like he was like a big golden retriever. You know what I mean? Big dumb happy kid. He wasn't dumb, but he could he seemed like it sometimes. He was just kind of goofy, you know what I mean? But he was wildly popular. He was a very handsome kid. You know, I think he was from Sewickley. You know, he was a he was a great guy, but he had like that big golden retriever energy to him. You know what I mean? Like he's just that, you know, there's not a thought behind those eyes. But he didn't take things very seriously. And I look at my daughter's face and I can see the intelligence and the type of intelligence that she has. I know she's going to have an extremely low threshold for bullshit. She's going to have an extremely low threshold for mediocrity. She's going to... Mediocrity? She's going to have a very low threshold. There's, it's. I just know unless I train her and condition her properly, um, she's going to grow up. <laughs> a little spitfire, you know what I mean, and, you know, I grew up in a household where my dad was intense a lot, you know what I mean, he was just an intense guy, I wouldn't call him an angry guy, he was never, certainly not abusive, my dad is amazing, but he was intense, so when you have a lot of intelligence, and that's compounded by, you know, somebody, a parent in your life who has a massive amount of intense energy, you know, we, I think my, my daughter and I, we get our intensity from my dad, right? Come on, bro. Get your big, goofy Chrysler 300 driving tuckus in gear here. Um, I don't remember where I was going with all this. But, oh, the anger with me. You know, I, I struggle with anger. A lot. A lot. I was telling Geneva, I hate to speak this kind of stuff, but I also, on top of that, as silly as this sounds, I feel like there's a little demon that follows me around and knocks things over. I don't know if it's just because I'm big. I don't know if it's because I'm kind of clumsy, but things are like little tiny, like actual physical things are constantly falling, breaking, not functioning properly around me. 
and you know the devil knows how to get my goat is when something is supposed to work a something way a certain way and it doesn't it instantly infuriate infuriates me like people know do not ask mike to put the dresser together because i'm going to open the instructions and there's either going to be a piece missing the instructions are going to be extremely just poorly worded or they're going to be incorrect how many times you put something together and the instructions were just like, oh yeah, wow, those, these were great. When's the last time you said this was a great set of instructions? <laughs> well, because people don't care. You know, whoever put those instructions together is like, all right, all right, let's get out here and sell this product. They'll figure it out. You know what I mean? You can just see how often people cut corners with everything. But anyways. So the biggest thing for me. So, okay, first lesson is this. The, the more that you live in alignment with God's calling for your life, the more you can expect things to work out. And, and again, we don't please God so our life is easier. In fact, many times it gets harder. It gets harder. I can remember... I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about giving. Um, so I'm just going to leave that out. But a lot of times things will get harder in a good way. You know what I mean? In a good way. I don't think I'm going to fit in that spot, am I? Nope, we're too big. Too big. Got my truck. I'm too big now. Got my big old truck because I'm compensating. You know me. Little tiny. <laughs> it's pretty much public knowledge at this case that that's not the case. But, uh, um, where am I going to park, dude? Everybody and their sister is here today. Um, anyways... So, it's, so live in accordance with God's purpose. You're going to see things work out better for you in your life. Okay. But also, I guess the other lesson is more so me talking to myself is that I got to get better with my anger. I have to get better with my anger. I get angry too easily. You know, I really believe I get angry way too easily. I'm going to cut it super close to this. Hold on. Roll the windows down. Good thing we got these big old tone mirrors. Got these big old towing mirrors. Let me just scooch my booty right in here. Don't mind me. Don't mind me. I think I'm scaring this lady. Make sure my towing hitch doesn't hit this fence. Boom. We are in there like a glove. Wow. What can't he do? <laughs> I could also probably work on my humility. <laughs> You know, I'm going to sit here and eat this Rice crispy and keep talking to you guys. I'm in no rush. I'm not in a rush anymore. I stopped rushing about two years ago. No more rushing, rushing. Rushing is not rushing. Rushing is taking it cool. Taking it easy. But I got to work on my anger. And, oh, I mean, it just has to do with giving things to God. It has to do with humility. Because I'm not better than anybody else. You know what I mean? I'm not better than anybody else. And getting angry, especially at people, is ridiculous. You know, I recently had a, well, who I thought was a very good friend, um, I don't know if this person did it intentionally or not. Just, just kind of said something wasn't true in a place where the truth 
should have been spoken. And I'm like, you know, I... I don't, I, I don't know. I just, I guess it kind of, back to what I was talking about yesterday, I just kind of expect people to be idiots and be not nice, you know? It's just so tough for me because when it's like, when you would do, when I, and again, I hate to talk about this because you're not supposed to let your right hand know what your left hand does, but when, when you're so self-sacrificially good to people, and I'm not perfect. I've hurt people's feelings. I've done people wrong. You know, in the past, I've been mean. I've yelled. I've said not nice things. I've crushed people's egos. You know what I mean? I, 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 I used to be pretty pretty mean. And again, it goes back to the anger. I just can't stand an inadequacy in people. But when you just, when you give to people and give and give and give and give and give and you sacrifice and you try to make everybody's life around you easier. Like, like don't even, I don't even need to thank you. Like, can you just try to not screw me? You know what I mean? Can you just not make things more difficult, right? And you don't need, it's not even a matter of getting screwed. It's a matter of, can you just not make things more difficult than they need to be? Like, if I'm build a company and give you a job, you know, can you just, like, just not make, you know what I mean, it's just, there's so many different examples, just, and I, I think a lot of it just has to do with people are so wrapped up in the negativity, like, I, I just, I can think of certain people where it's like, if I gave this person a million dollars, if I shaved and shaved and shaved, gave this person a million dollars, there's my boy Alex pulling into the gym, my business partner, I need a haircut, damn, I should hit him up. If I were to give this person, I got like a couple people in my head. Like if I were to give this person a million dollars, they would find a way to complain. They would find a way to screw something up. They would find a way to make my life more difficult somehow. And I guess that's the calling. That's what we're supposed to. I guess we just keep we just keep giving and doing good, right? I guess that's the point. We just got to keep giving and doing good because we don't give and do good to make our lives easier. We truly do it to make other people's lives easier, right? And I guess maybe it is too much for me to ask. I just hate when I look at somebody who's like, I've made your life easy to a degree. I know life is never easy. Dude, Alex, he's got some massive calves. You guys should see the calves on Alex. Holy smokes. Looks good, too. He's lost a whole lot of weight. He's walking in front of me right now. Doesn't know I'm here. I'm just talking about him. He listens to the podcast, though. You know, when you're... this, I'm going to be extremely vulnerable right now. Ready for this? When you're always the one taking care of everybody else... Every once in a while, you're like, man, it would be nice to, like... Not get taken care of. I don't need to be mothered. You know what I mean? Um, it'd be nice to like get some modicum of appreciation. You know? It's just, guys, I'm, I'm telling you right now. I've talked about this in a less transparent way, I guess, is what I'm getting at. Like, it's, it's when you, if you want to be the guy. 
if you want to be the man, I'm not calling myself the man, you know, but if you want to be that person for other people, I'm just letting you know right now, it's, it can be lonely, unforgiving, and thankless, but before you start getting soft on me, oh, Mike, I know, it's so hard, that's your job, <laughs> that's your job. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't get a lot of thank yous from my daughter right now. My wife doesn't get any thank yous from our daughter right now. She feeds her, clothes her, bathes her, spends all day with her attached to her hip, changes all of her poopy diapers. Ada's not like, thank you, Mom, I love you so much. It's thankless right now. I guess that's what it's like. You know, being the top, being the, the person that makes things happen. I don't want to say top because you're not better than anybody else. But being the person that make th makes things happen is like raising babies. It's like raising kids. <clears throat> and I'm sure as Ada gets older, it's going to get even more thankless. Like you get repaid with smiles and love and kisses. And I love you, Dad. I love you, Mom, when she could talk. And watching her in her first you know, dance recital. Like all of those things are in a sort of way... Your kid paying you back. And I'm not trying to make fatherhood out to be like a, a balance scale where there has to, you got to rebalance it. And that's not what I'm saying. But like what I mean is like it'll, it's going to, it's it already has repaid itself. Because Ada's already changed my life. I was telling a, a friend yesterday on the phone how much she's changed my life without even knowing it. All she does is sit there and giggle and drool and poop herself. Um... I don't know what I'm getting at anymore. I'm going to stop yapping. I'm going to go hit the weights. So that's uh, just, do you want to be, you want to help people? Well, get ready. Because <laughs> this is why I have to work out. This is why I have to spend time with God. This is why I need alone time. This is why, because you can't pour from an empty cup. When you're just pouring and 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 pouring, you got to make sure you refill yourself. So we'll make that another episode. Love you guys. Let's go.